Hi, I'm Rocco Stano, and welcome to Storymakers on Kid Lit TV. Today I have Brian Biggs with us. Welcome, Brian. Hi, Rocco. Yes, and you are the creator of several books, and they all take place in a place called Tiny Phil Town. Yep. Yes, and the latest one is at the Firehouse. Tell me, how did the idea of doing a Firehouse book uh, come about? Well, for 20 years, I lived in the same neighborhood in Philadelphia, and I would go past Ladder 30 on Ridge Avenue and constantly see the guys sitting out front, uh, maybe on their phones or maybe just talking, and I would think, how do they have time for that? You know, you think firefighters, they're out putting out fires and rescuing people and, and, and doing everything that firefighters do. So when I got a chance to do the eighth book in the Tinyville Town series, I stopped by the firehouse and I walked up to them and I said, what do you guys do here when you're at the firehouse? And they said, well, come on, let's take a tour. And that's exactly what happens in the book. Dexter, the main character, walks up to the firefighters and says, aren't you supposed to be out fighting fires? Don't you have other things to do? And they say, we do a lot more than fight fires at the Tinyville Town Fire Station. So they give Dexter a tour and he's a little bit of a proxy for me getting a tour of the firehouse. So you're Dexter in these books. I, I suppose so. I'm yes. always, I, I write, try to write my books from the point of view of me being a kid. What kind of things would I want to know? Right. What was the one thing that surprised you about the firehouse? Seeing the, uh, the list of uh, what food they're going to be making and who's making the food, that's a big deal, who's making dinner and what they're going to be making for dinner. But also it was uh, one of those things you don't expect to see. There's a, a laundry room at the firehouse. And so I have the laundry room you know, in the, uh, in the book itself. But it's just, it's so domestic there. They're sitting around watching television. And it's called a firehouse. Yes. But it's sort of like a home. It is a home, exactly. Where people are occasionally called into service real quickly to go put out fires. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right. But it's a very organized place, isn't it? Very, yeah, extremely. When you walk into the main bay where the fire trucks are kept, there are boots and suspenders sitting on the floor in front of each place of the fire truck where the firefighters will need to be. So when the alarm goes off, they can just leap or step into the boots, pull their suspenders, and they're ready to go. You show that in this. I do. Well, yeah, show us. Okay. So in this scene, you can see, for example, the firefighter stepping into his boots uh, that are prepared there. They leave them when they get off the truck uh, at the end of a, a call. They take the boots and the suspenders and put them right back where they're going to be when they get back on the fire truck. Flashes the uh, firehouse Dalmatian. It's kind of tradition for firehouse dogs to be Dalmatians. Do you, mm -hmm. do you know why? I've heard why. I don't know if this is the exact answer, but Dalmatians were supposedly very good with horses. Mm -hmm. And originally the firehouses had horses, and so Dalmatians worked well with horses, and that's one of the reasons they became a very symbolic dog for the firehouse. So what was the most fun about creating this book? Oh, the most fun, definitely, uh, with all of my books, the research is the most fun. And one of the reasons is because I actually got to tour the firehouse. And as a 51-year-old kid, that's something that was really exciting for me to get to, to tour and see the firehouse. Just going back to the Ladder 30. The Ladder 30. Yeah, yeah. in Philadelphia. The were they happy about the book? Yeah, they were really happy about the book. In fact, I dedicated the book to them. It's actually in the book itself. It's dedicated to Ladder 30. And uh, Lieutenant Tony Knighton was the guy who gave me the tour of the firehouse, and so his name is in the book as well. So I stopped by and gave them some copies of the book. Got a call a few weeks later, and they said, we've got something for you. Oh. So my a wife- A fire truck. They gave me a fire- No, <laughs> I wish. That would be so great, wouldn't yeah. it? So no, they, they, they called me down. They said, we have something for you. So I went down there, and they presented me with uh, my very own Ladder 30 fire jacket, oh. hoodie, fire hoodie. Show us the back. Ladder 30. Philadelphia Fire Department. Yes, yeah. very nice. I'm glad you wore that today. And, and there's a little emblem there. 
as a child, did you like the drawer? I, I'm assuming you must have liked oh, the yeah, drawer when you were a child. That's all I wanted to do. I mean, mm -hmm. sure, I, any chance I got, there's, there's notes from teachers my mother kept uh, that said things like, Brian's a good student, but he's drawing all the time. The things I got in trouble for as a kid, which is telling stories and, and making things up, now is what I do for a living. Growing up, was there a particular community helper that you wanted to be? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I wanted to be the Super Bowl winning quarterback of Little Rock, Arkansas. Ah, Who knew? Uh, yes. <laughs> they don't even have a team. <laughs> <laughs> Does one go to school to be an artist? Uh, for college, yes. I went to an art school uh, not too far from here, Parsons School of Design but I studied graphic design, not drawing. For our viewers, what's the difference between graphic design and illustration? Well, the illustrator is the person who draws the pictures in the books. The graphic designer takes the pictures, the words, and the, the title of the book and puts it, arranges it all on the page so that it looks nice. So is there a Tinyville town? I, it's a really good question. Not geographically. I don't think you could actually visit Tinyville town. But Tinyville Town, I, I grew up in a, a small city. I've lived in small towns. I've lived in New York City, and now I live in Philadelphia. But one of the things I find in common is that uh, these cities all have the same people living there. There's firefighters, police officers, mail carriers. And so whether you live in a tiny little town or a big city, uh, that's something that they have in common. And that's Tinyville Town is like a stage on which all these stories can be set. And it's a place that I think we all recognize. And frankly, maybe we all live there. Thank you so much for uh, sharing um, all these stories about Tinyville Town. Yeah, it was great. Yes. Thanks very much. Yes. So remember, until next time, read a book in any format.